Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This show is back. Nick Wilson on Afternoon Drive. Hey there, hi there, ho there. I hope everybody's having a, a nice little hump day. I will tell you guys that uh, I've had an up-and-down day. That's uh, Wednesdays, you're just never really sure what to expect. Had an up-and-down day, and then I saw the Carolina Panthers uh, introducing Dave Canales to the building in Charlotte, and guys, it gave me a flashback to Hugh Jackson's Here Baby and everybody in Berea clapping and, and, oh, man, we got the guy. Jimmy Haslam got his guy. All right, they got the number one choice, and Hugh Jackson's here. And if you guys have not seen this video, you have to go to at Nick Wilson Says. Of course, social media reactions on X brought to you by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. It is, you get to see every kind of person in, in like, the building. And Dave Canales, probably not the number one choice. That was Ben Johnson who went back to uh, Detroit for the second straight year. That was announced yesterday. But former Bucks uh, offensive coordinator led Baker to what is now his best season that he's had in the NFL. Big to do. It's a cool moment. Like I root. Listen, I root. Uh, having been in Charlotte for four years, I root for Panthers fans because that town. Every town deserves a winner, and they just have not had a consistent winner. And Dave Tepper's got. He just does all the things that that young owners do, new owners do in the NFL. And the best part about this video, one what, throw drinks on fans. What's well, yeah, he does that too. Yeah, I don't. Do we remember when the Pagulas did that? No, I'm kidding. Only Dave Tepper. As a matter of fact, that's a good point. Dave Tepper is now inventing new owner sins. Um, Should the employees there have just thrown drinks on Canales when he walked in the building? I think that would have been one way you could uh, invite him into the the game there, right there. Like, hey, here's the building. This is how we do things. Um, the best thing is. That there's a guy, I don't even know the guy. Like, I know a fair amount of the people that work, I'm familiar with a fair amount of the people that work in that organization. There's a guy who I have no idea who it is, and he's just the biggest corporate kiss-ass stooge who, like, you understand, Dave Tepper, he's like uh, he, he's like the North Korea, uh, the, the dictator, where, like, you got to make sure you talk to Tepper first. Right, the whole thing is don't 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 look at anybody else. Dave Tepper's the only one that matters. All right, laugh at every joke. That whole thing. Like Dave Tepper is the walking, talking epitome of uh, of of somebody who needs people to validate his existence, but with their attention. But I digress. This Dave Tepper standing back in this crowd, and there's some corporate doof that I don't think we're ever going to hear from again. 
who like is clapping as hard as he can for Dave Canales. And he's pointing to the, the Panthers logo like, this is yours. Yeah, because you needed that guy to say that. And then this guy starts a keep pounding, which if you guys don't know, because I'm not being suggestive here, that's the Panther slogan. It goes, keep pounding, keep pounding. I know, problematic. I got in trouble a lot for making fun of that down there. There's some actually really good origin stories on that, but I digress. And he looks like a male cheerleader. So if you haven't seen it, guys, it's a Wednesday. We're halfway through the week. If you just need a little bit of feel-good fix, the feel-good fix is what a bunch of dorks. And it's a nice reminder how far the Browns have come. Like, I don't think, we'll get into the Kevin Stefanski thing here in a minute. I think we all feel safe with where Stefanski is. We feel safe with where the organization is. But the reality is, one bad season can destabilize about 90% of the NFL. That's just a reality. Until you get to that point where you're the Steelers, where you're, uh, where New England was for 20-some years, where when you have long-term continuity, and it's just not even a question, where one down season or two down seasons in a row isn't the difference between or, – or disappointing seasons, not even down seasons – where, where those things never slow you down. Like, it took three years, down years with uh, John Harbaugh, before the whisper started in Baltimore. And then, by the way, they still didn't get rid of him. So that's the kind of continuity where you just, it's not even a conversation. We're not there yet. Hopefully we will be. But watch this video. Remember how you felt when Hugh Jackson was here, baby. Remember 1-31 and, and then realize we have come a long way. Because that did, I got, I, I know I was accused of being um, a five-win Browns fan the other day uh, by somebody on the station because I, uh, because I completely enjoyed Baltimore falling apart in the AFC title game. I will tell you, I enjoy thinking back to where the Browns were and where they aren't now. I think you can take solace in that, even if they're not winning championships yet. Now, uh, we had Mike Lombardi on in the four o'clock hour yesterday, and I will admit that I had asked him a question that I intended to follow up on that I did not get to follow up on. But I'm really fascinated at how the Browns organization works and how it's going to continue to work going forward. And, you know, last year we had a lot of conversations about, well, whose job was it to fire Joe Woods? Was it Kevin Stefanski's or was maybe there pressure on Kevin Stefanski to make that that hiring or firing, Right. Um, Jim Schwartz knew Andrew Barry from Philadelphia. So there was that connection. Whether that got him the job or whether it just got him the interview, I, we still, I don't think, no. I don't know that it's that it matters as much a year later. But Jim came in, great success, whatever. But I do think there's something we glossed over with the change in offensive coordinator that I think does really, truly matter. And I think it gets into the question I asked Mike Lombardi yesterday. And it, I basically asked him whether he thinks a decision to fire the offensive coordinator by the Browns, whether that was purely on Kevin Stefanski or whether that was on maybe more of an organizational decision. Well, I think if you know the Browns, it's going to be collaborative. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? 
a family road trip summer, a beach bum summer, or a wake me when the sun sets summer. With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door, in as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. You know, I think that's the way it is there in the building. I think that the analytical department will have some commentary on it. I'm sure Deep Podesta will have some commentary on it. I'm sure that, you know, Andrew Berry will. I'm sure Jimmy Haslam and Dee Haslam will as well. But I think, you know, what we lead more than anything in football today is, a, is as a head coach, as a strategist, somebody to understand how to play the game, what you need to do to win the game. And I think Kevin making this move to, to kind of separate himself from being a tactician to a strategist is a good thing because now you can over see the game. Now you can go over and help out Schwartz. You can have an impact on the defense. You can have an impact with Bubba Ventrone on the off, on the special teams. You could have an impact with the offense, and you could stand in front of the team, and you could watch the game. Instead of looking at your play sheet and checking things off, you could actually watch the game and make decisions on the game predicated on what's happening. So I will say, I think you can blur the lines between tactician and strategist. You can blur the line between offensive uh, head coach and offensive play caller and just a guy who came from the offensive side of the ball. You know, like there is an element of this that we kind of have these silos that we throw things into that maybe are a little bit cleaner and tidier than the way they actually work, right? Like you can you can be a good offensive coordinator and you can be a better schemer than you can be an actual X's and O's guy. Or like, sorry, you can be a better X's and O's guy than an actual play caller in the moment. Like nobody had any problem with Alex Van Pelt as a guy who 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 came up with the offensive game plan. It was the offensive game plan with Deshaun. It is well, we don't think you're going to be a good play caller, and so we probably should get somebody in there that might give us that option. Those were the kind of things I think went into that decision. But I'll, I'll start the show by asking you guys, does it matter to you who made the decision for Kevin Stefanski to give up play calling? Because I, to me, it does. Because even though this is as much continuity as the Browns have had in a hot minute, four years, I mean, I believe that's as much as anybody has gotten in, in the entirety since 99. I think Romeo got four years, right? So... It, like that continuity is great, but the inner workings of the organization are important. The best case scenario for me is Kevin made the decision. And the reason why it's the best case scenario is I think it's really powerful 
when people in a position of power admit that what they're doing isn't working the way they want to. I think, and I'm not just talking about like, I'm not just talking about like to the, to the locker room, although I think it matters. Like I think about this a lot as a parent. Like I make sure to tell my kids when dad made a mistake. I, I, I try to do my best to own up and say, whoo, all right, that tiger out of the cage on that one. Dad said this thing that he should not have said, or, you know, dad got really frustrated, guys. I didn't act the best way there. I'm sorry. I'll do better. I think it's really powerful when people in power do that kind of thing. So, like, I think the greatest thing that could come of this is Kevin Stefanski goes, you know what, guys? Listen, I, 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 I'm very confident in who I am as a coach, but maybe this is an opportunity. You know, we tried to build the offense around Deshaun with myself and AVP last year. I'm just going to go ahead and make it a clean break. We're going to bring in a new OC, new a couple new coaches, and I'm going to let them call the plays. And then I'm just going to have influence over it, but I'm just going to see, you know, I'm going to do everything I can to empower Deshaun Watson. And if that means giving up a little power myself during the game or or maybe focusing that power elsewhere throughout the game, I think that'd be the best possible scenario. I think that'd be a sign of maturity. And, and honestly, I think it'd be a sign of, of stability. But I also think, and I don't, guys, I don't think this is a yes or no. We do the black or white thing in, in uh, sports talk all the time where it's definitively good or definitively bad. I don't know it's end of times if it was the organization, the, the triumvirate of Stefanski, of Andrew Barry, and of Paul DePodesta that made the decision together or that a decision was dictated to Kevin Stefanski. I don't know that it's the end-all be-all, but I do think it tells you how much power Kevin has in that locker room, or sorry, in that organization. And power ultimately equates to stability. And we already know that there are, the Browns are not set up like every other organization in the NFL with how they roll up to ownership, with how uh, the existence of Paul D. Podesta, that's different. Different is not always bad. They've had more success in the last four years than they have in the previous 20 years. So I'll take the way it's working right now. But I think when we start to think about things like Kevin's long-term security and the kind of pressure, more importantly, it's about pressure. It's not about good or bad. It's not about uh, are you on the hot seat? Those are all, again, big sports talk motifs that have less to do with the subtlety of how pressure exerts itself on an NFL franchise. But I would say, if if this is a dictation, we need you to change your offensive coordinator. I would say that's also an indication that Kevin doesn't have the kind of power you would expect of a guy that has the most wins in franchise history as a head coach since Bill Belichick, a guy who has as many 11-win seasons in his uh, in his time as uh, uh, any other coach that isn't named Paul Brown, I would tell you the power dynamic is still very much not skewed against Kevin, but there is that 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 trio. Maybe Kevin doesn't have the kind of power you would expect. I think that's very interesting going into what it will be another crucial year for the Browns with Deshaun Watson. 
216-474-0092. Does it matter who made the decision for Kevin Stefanski to give up play calling? Give us a call. Hit us up uh, via tweets at Nick Wilson says we got Odyssey NFL insider Ross Tucker coming up at four o'clock today. We'll get his thoughts on the play calling stuff. We'll get his thoughts on Ken Dorsey. Obviously, Ross used to play for the Bills. Uh, we'll talk Brock Purdy, some of the criticism there. we got plan to get to with Ross at 4, the 5 at 5, predictably at 5. We've got the Pulse with Keith coming up at 6. But to start the show, we are talking about the decision behind changing, uh, not just play calling, because that, that's not a foregone conclusion, but it's about the decision to change offensive coordinator and maybe change the approach on offense. Does it matter who made that decision? Because I think you can lead from play calling to the new offensive coordinator and have a very similar conversation. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 